वेलकम टू इंडी रेडियो न्यूज रीड आई एम प्राजक्ता एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू द न्यूज अपडेट्स फॉर सेप्टेम्बर थर्टींथ टू थाउजेंड ट्वेंटी टू यू आर द इंटरनेशनल सेज यूक्रेन हैज रीटेकन सिक्स थाउजेंड स्क्वेयर किलोमीटर्स फ्रॉम रशिया Ukrainian forces have seized even more territory from Russia as they continue their counter offensive the country's president has said Volodymyr Zelensky said troops have now retaken more than 6000 square kilometers from Russian control in September in the east and the south Russia has admitted losing key cities in the northeastern Kharkiv region Moscow describes its troops withdrawal from the region in recent days as a regrouping with the aim of focusing on the Luhansk and Donetsk regions in Ukraine's east Speaking later on Monday, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Ukrainian forces had made significant progress in their counteroffensive but added that it was too early to predict the outcome. UN expresses concern over cholera outbreak in Syria. On Monday, the United Nations Resident Coordinator and Humanitarian Coordinator for Syria, Imran Riza, expressed serious concern over the ongoing cholera outbreak. So far, 26 cholera cases have been confirmed in Syria. Between August 25th and September 10th, surveillance data showed that a total of 936 severe acute watery diarrhea cases were reported in Syria, including at least 8 deaths. Based on a rapid assessment, the source of infection is believed to be linked to people drinking unsafe water from the Euphrates River and using contaminated water to irrigate crops, resulting in food contamination. The UN coordinator pointed out that the outbreak of cholera is an indicator of severe shortages of water throughout Syria. Philippines ramps up protests against China. In just over 70 days under President Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the Philippines has launched 52 protests against Beijing over the South China Sea. This signals pushback from the new government amid an ongoing territorial dispute. The diplomatic protests were filed due to China's incursions and illegal presence in the South China Sea, including the conduct of maritime scientific research, Philippine Foreign Affairs spokesman Teresita Daza said, as per the Straits Times report. The two nations have been locked in a dispute in the resource-rich waters that also serve as a key shipping passage. More Australia floods expected as third state La Niña declared. Flood-battered eastern Australia faces further extreme weather in the coming months after the country's forecasters confirmed on Tuesday that a triple dip La Niña was underway in the Pacific. A triple La Niña, in which the phenomenon spans three consecutive northern hemisphere winters or southern hemisphere summers, has only occurred three times since 1900. The Bureau of Meteorology said that the latest La Niña event would probably peak in spring. An above-average rainfall is expected to last through the southern hemisphere's summer. The country's east is still recovering from the intense storms and flooding earlier this year, which were caused by the previous La Niña event. Over half a million young children in Somalia face acute malnutrition. The number of young children in Somalia facing severe acute malnutrition has increased to over half a million, a level higher than a 2011 famine in which tens of thousands of children died, UN agencies said on Tuesday. We have got more than half a million children facing preventable death. It's a pending nightmare, Mr. James Elder, spokesperson for the UN Children's Agency UNICEF said. The UN has warned that parts of Somalia will be hit by famine in the coming months as the Horn of Africa region faces a fifth consecutive failed rainy season. Somalia's 2011 famine claimed more than a quarter of a million lives, around half of whom were children. UNICEF said last week that over 700 children had died in nutrition centers across Somalia. Now to the national news stories. Indian and Chinese troops complete disengagement from key standoff point in Ladakh. 
Indian and Chinese troops have completed disengagement from a key standoff point in Ladakh, an NDTV report said. The process started on September 8th after the discussions between the two sides during the 16th round of Corps Commander level. Both armies had agreed to move back from their positions towards their respective sides of the LEC and verify each other's positions after that. The two sides have now resolved all the friction points that came up after the May 2020 aggression by the Chinese army. Parliamentary panel says that center couldn't accurately anticipate the gravity of possible resurgence of the pandemic. The central government could not accurately anticipate the gravity of the possible resurgence of the COVID pandemic and its subsequent waves, said the department-related parliamentary standing committee on health and family welfare. This was mentioned in its report Vaccine Development, Distribution Management and Mitigation of Pandemic COVID-19. It added that it is disturbed at the unfortunate denial of the ministry regarding COVID deaths due to oxygen shortage in the country. The committee said that there was no definite guidelines for identifying the deaths due to inadequate supply of oxygen. It has now recommended that the ministry, in coordination with the states, must audit the deaths due to oxygen shortage and enable robust documentation of the COVID deaths that will in fact generate a responsive and responsible sense of government and cautious formulation of policy and combat situational health care emergencies. BJP leaders detained during protest march in West Bengal The West Bengal police action against BJP workers trying to reach Kolkata for Nabanna Abhiyan, one of the party's biggest campaigns since the 2021 poll defeat, continued on Tuesday morning. Thousands of party workers were arrested or detained in several districts. Several BJP leaders, including leader of the opposition Suvendu Adhikari, Lokit Chatterjee, Tapshi Mondol, and Dibankar Gharami were detained. Police stopped BJP workers' vehicles in many places such as Haldia and Nandigram. As per the BJP's plan, rallies from three points will try to reach Nabanna, the state secretariat. Journalist Siddiq Kappan to remain in jail despite bail Kerala-based journalist Siddiq Kappan, who was recently granted bail by the Supreme Court, will continue to remain in jail as a case being probed by the enforcement directorate against him is still pending, officials of the prison department said. A court on Monday issued the release order of Mr. Kappan, who was lodged in jail after his arrest in October 2020, while he was on his way to Hathras in Uttar Pradesh, where a Dalit woman had died after allegedly being raped. He was booked under various sections of the Indian Penal Code, the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act and the Information Technology Act. The Supreme Court on Friday had granted bail to Mr. Kappan. PM Modi invites Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman to visit India. Ahead of the National Day of Saudi Arabia, Prime Minister Narendra Modi has conveyed his greetings to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and renewed the invitation to him to visit India at an early date. External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar, who just concluded his first official visit to Saudi Arabia and held talks with the top leadership, discussed measures for enhancing bilateral relations across all domains, including political, trade, energy, defence and security, the Indian embassy said in a press release. He met the Saudi Crown Prince in Jeddah on Sunday and handed over a written message from Prime Minister Modi. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman's first state visit to India was in February 2019. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indiejournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.